0: Um, I didn't really have like a worry of like people's response. Honestly, I think the only thing that I was worried about was, was I really going to get any response? It wasn't even me putting it out there. It was was I going to get
1: anything like. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Permission to Pivot podcast. I am your host, Jasmine and am joined today by the lovely Haley J. Can't wait to get into a great conversation with you today. Haley, could you introduce yourself for our listeners? Let us know who you are, what you do, and where you're at.
0: All right. Well, hi, guys. Like she said, my name is Haley J. Haley Jones, if you know me. Um, I am a St. Louis native, but I'm a Kentucky girl right now. Um, I'm in my early 20s. And so right now, um my main goal is applying to medical school so I'm a pre-med student but I am in my gap year or gap period because it's longer than a year um but my plan is to matriculate into medical school but right now I'm just working building my resume and then also
1: just discovering more passions um outside of medicine I love that um I'm gonna come back to that because that's so good um I am curious as we've started off every episode in this season I'm um, sort of with the same question, if you could think back and talk about, um, one of the pivotal growth moments that you think has significantly influenced, um, your trajectory and where you are now.
0: I really would say I have a lot and it would be for different things. Like it could be for content creation, it could be for medical school. It could be for just life period. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think the one that really came to mind is taking the MCAT. Um, for me, that was a lot. um, mentally, physically, emotionally, all the elise in the world. Um, but I think that it taught me that I need to have more balance in my life, um, teach myself to be more easier on myself. Um, also knowing that past things that might have worked will not work for this will not work in the present time and you always have to readjust and, um and just reassess things because I was kind of doing the same thing during the MCAT. Um and also just rediscovering why I want to do medicine, because I was going through kind of a, I call it MCAT PTSD. I don't know about anybody else, but um, just kind of just thinking about like, do I really want to do this? I do. Why? And just kind of going through, you know, growing pains. Um, so I think the
1: MCAT allowed me to do so. So I think that would be a pivotal moment for me. Yeah. Um, I wonder, because you talked about being in a gap season. Yeah. And was that initially part of the plan when you set out like an undergrad and you decided like, I'm going to go to med school? Did you originally plan to take uh, some gap time or is that not the plan? And you're just going with the flow.
0: So I first wanted to go straight through medical school, but then once things happened with my um, schedule and I wasn't like on track um, for taking the MCAT in undergrad, which is what you're supposed to do. And then applying to medical school. So I'm like, okay, I'm not on track. I'm not going to pressure myself. So um, the plan was to actually take one year and then hopefully within the year I'd be medical school, but I didn't think ahead. And also I didn't have a lot of mentoring for someone to tell me like medical school for one takes a year to apply to. So if I would, if I wanted to do that, I should have taken my MCAT my senior year, started applying as soon as I graduated so that in a year's time, next mm-hmm. fall, 2022, I would have been medical school. But instead I studied for the MCAT in 2021, took it in 2022 and applied to medical school in 2022. And now we're in 2023. So anyway, yeah, that was definitely on the plan. And once I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute,
1: this is going to be like two years,
0: <laughs> but now it's going to be like four, but it's okay. It's all good.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So I... I am always like appreciative when folks talk about like gap year experiences particularly before like a law school or a medical school and you mm-hmm. talked a little bit in your intro about like pursuing passions outside of medicine and so what has that journey been like one to discover what those passions are and then two to like lean into them what does that look like for you
0: Um so the reason why I said it in my intro was content creation I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy all my content. If you can see all the stuff that I have right now, I got my tripod, cameras, all the different charges and batteries. Um, So I really do like content creation a lot. And it really started, honestly, in high school. Um, I took a film class. I took IB film. So it's like AP, but just a little bit higher. Um, I took IB film and I always loved videography and stuff then. Um, I was always the editor in our groups. So I feel like it kind of just it just went together. And then also really got me thinking about content creation was another um content creator. Her name is Breland Hunt. She's also a pre-med student and she documented her journey from when she got her like her college acceptance to Spelman or something all the way until now. Um, And so she just documented her whole journey into medicine and that made me want to do it, honestly. Um, So now I really like content creation. It's a great way for me just to be creative. Um, Not that you can be creative in academia or metal in the medical field, but not in the sense that you, not in the way that you do with, you know, consecration. So I really do like it a lot. Um, and just being driven to do something else other than looking at a book. So um, I think it just allows me to take a big breather from applying medical school or when I was in college, just doing college work. Um, another thing that I recently discovered is just, I think living life a little bit more like, I don't want to say soft life because that's like corny, but like, truly, like I I am thoroughly enjoying like just being, just easygoing, not having any type of like academic stress or anxiety. Of course, I will when I go to medical school, but I'm like learning to incorporate it into my life that I didn't in high school and college because I was like on go, 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 mm. make sure I'm the best medical school applicant. And then I didn't really take care of myself as much as I should have. I'm still alive, but you know, yeah, okay. a softer. So I do like that a lot now.
1: Yeah. Um, I love. Yeah, I love that you just talked about that because I think that a lot of us are living at this like very fast pace of like, gotta get to the next goal, gotta achieve like the next thing, gotta get the next degree, gotta. <laughs> yeah, like gotta get to the bag, like gotta get that promotion, like gotta get the ring, gotta like whatever it is, right? Like it's, we're always like, we get one thing and we're like, oh yeah, that was so great. Yes. Like I'm gonna post and I'm like, on to the next thing. And, and a lot of people are asking like, okay, so like you got your, undergrad degree like what are you doing next you got your master's degree like what are you doing next right you got this new job like what are you doing next right and so I think that it's actually really hard (laughs) to learn how to just like enjoy not just enjoy like the moment but to enjoy like the season of life that you are in right because if it's one thing about seasons like they're going to change and you know and you don't often get to you don't always get to choose when your seasons change like sometimes they change and you don't Boy, have,
0: let me tell you I yeah
1: um, and so I love that you're being thoughtful and intentional about just like leaning into what this season has to offer and like finding like the good things in it right because I can I could also see on the other hand how a gap year might be like Ugh, roll's eyes like this is not how I plan my life to be
0: and I'm yeah. a very type
1: A person and yeah. I'm a hero. So honestly,
0: this is a lot for me. It's too much. It's really a lot. Um, It was even a change for me to even consider a gap year. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, so for me to go from wanting to go straight through to taking a gap year to it being two years to now it looking like four and not, you know, going according to plan. It's 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 been a little tough but it's okay I and I recently discovered this probably in the last month honestly so I've been in my gap years uh, since 2021 so you're just yeah and you're late um, well honestly the first plan didn't work out so now I'm like well girl listen if you're gonna do it for another two years you might as well enjoy it while you got you know a lot more free time
1: so yeah yeah absolutely I wonder what um, in exploring your passions and Being in this gap season, like, what have you learned about yourself that you don't think you would have learned had you not had this time?
0: That I enjoy being lazy. Okay. I enjoy leisure. And if you would have known me in high school and college, you would have not thought that because if it wasn't me in class, I was in Willie T in the library studying, head in the books in my computer, this computer specifically. Um, and if I wasn't in Willie T, I was doing some extracurriculars um, So, or I was at work. So always on go. So I think I really just, I like leisure and I just, I a soft life. It's so corny, but like I truly just like waking up, easing into it, do a little prayer. I love a morning routine. I want to take as long as I want to take. And I've always liked having a routine, like my skincare routine, but like enjoying it in the morning and the nighttime um what else would I say I really enjoy moving around a lot because when I was in high school I was the only child so not to say I was coddled but being only child your mom wants to keep you you know safe and whatnot so I didn't really get to explore a lot um and that was the main reason why I even came to Kentucky um it's five hours from St. Louis um but now that I'm in my gap year I'm I'm going to go. I'm always in Nashville every other weekend. And, you know, mm-hmm. and if I'm not in Nashville, I might be somewhere else. I don't know, but I really just like going places and, and just exploring every, other things and just enjoying life, obviously. And I wouldn't
1: have known that like, I don't know, three years ago. So Yeah. Cause you just didn't have time. Right. Like time, time frees you up to be able to just like, like you said, like explore and figure out like outside of who I am as a student, outside of who I'm going to become as a doctor, like, I can have a life outside of those things, and I probably should to keep my sanity.
0: And honestly, let me backtrack. Who I am outside of a student is probably just that's the one, because I've always just been a student.
1: Mm. Not in a bad way, but like I've just always been a student. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And so this is the time to be like, I'm just Haley, like H- Haley, period. Right? Literally. Um, so you <clears throat> talked a little bit about, well, You mentioned the soft life. Then you said it was corny. Then you mentioned it again. But then you still said it was corny.
0: Because I know how people are, but I'm like, I'm for real.
1: I have no no other way to define it. So. Okay. So what, like, if you could think of like the ideal soft, the softest life you could live as you finish up your gap year, like, what does that look like? What does it include? Outside of your, like, morning and night time routines, because clearly you're going to get the skincare. The skin is going to skin the way that it needs to.
0: Period. Um, ooh, I don't know. Ooh, it's going to make me excited. Um, <laughs> no, wake up. Turn on my whatever. Usually I watch YouTube. I like watching YouTube vlogs. So turn on YouTube. Make a cup of coffee. Not even coffee. My chai tea latte.
1: Mm-hmm. Love a good chai.
0: I know. With cinnamon powder on top, oat milk, iced, period. Um, Scrolling on, on social media, because I like that, too. Not having any worry about who oh, I need to get up and study. Who oh, I need to go do this. I um, already have a medical school acceptance. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be going there in the fall. Um, of course, the morning routine. Um, going to, I love cycle bar. I'm going to a cycle bar class. Going to work. Now, I don't really want to go to work, but I'm going to go to work. <laughs> um, but if not, then just hanging out with my friends, to be honest. And then coming home eating three meals a day. Cause that's hard. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Three full meals a day, every yeah. day is hard. So that, whether it's cooked takeout preferably cooked um, and then that's it. But the main part of the soft life is already having a medical school acceptance because that is the main factor of like my whole life right now. So I think that would be like the softest part that I could feel. So
1: Yeah. Um, I love that. Because it's just like we just gonna take it slow, we gonna ease into it, like slow oh, morning. Yeah, it's a slow morning. We love a slow morning and we love a good ice trial. Um, okay, but you so but earlier you said it was corny. And so I'm curious to know what what your thought it, your real thought is about um, you know, the content creators and the influencers being able to in some ways like define what a soft life means for other folks or the perception of what it is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'd love to just know your thoughts on that. Cause, cause it seems like you had some tension of like, oh, I don't really want to say
0: this. Um, personally, when it first kind of came, I think TikTok is where it started. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure who started it, but um, I honestly liked it. I mean, the way that we have trends is someone doing something, giving it a name and then people run with it. Um, so I think people just ran with it too much and then it got oversaturated. I don't really think it is oversaturated personally, But it seems as if the mass feeling towards it is that it's corny. I don't think it's corny though. So maybe I shouldn't say it, but um, I honestly enjoy it. And to be honest, if it wasn't for, I watch, I don't know if you know, Aaliyah's face, she's on YouTube. She's a YouTuber content creator. Um, Even before soft life had a name, she was already really doing it. And a lot of other YouTubers were already doing it. Um, So to kind of see it, get a name. And then to kind of really think like, you know what? Maybe it is nice to just get up, have a slow morning, pray, meditate, work out, have a coffee, something just thinking about it made me think like maybe I need to do that for myself because I was always an on-go type of person. So since I wouldn't say since the soft light thing came about, but since I became more intentional about what I was consuming on the internet, what it means, could I incorporate it into and make it make sense for my life? I think that's when it made sense for me to figure out a way to. Have a softer life for myself, um, and honestly, I think if any other pre med people are watching it out here, we deserve it. Mm-hmm. Stressed, mm-hmm. so have a softer life. Take it slow. You don't need to wake up and just have stress levels going everywhere. Um, so I think also that just helps me stay at ease. So yeah,
1: yeah. I it's so funny that you have sort of mentioned this because before we got on today. I was on TikTok scrolling, and I ran across um, the convo that I did with Nigel. Is a on which is so wild, like seeing yourself on TikTok. i was like, what? Um <laughs> <You> <laughs> too? Oh Yeah. Like I was like, what is this? <laughs> um, but it's we're so we were talking about like what does the soft life mean, and and um, I I have like similar sentiments, right? Of like, well, social media says it that it's one thing, and it looks aesthetically like it looks a certain yeah. way on social media um i think there's a level of privilege that comes with the way that it shows up on social media so it's it's trips and it's luxury bags and it's pilates, pilates and pilates and it's short every day right like that's the aesthetic that it is and there's a level of privilege um and access to capital that allows people to do that right and so i in the clip i talked a little bit about like Yeah, like I'm trying to figure out like what this means for me and like who I am, not just like how I want to be or show up for social media. But like, yeah, like if I'm not a coffee and matcha girl, like I'm not doing that just because like the soft life girlies are drinking matcha. I mess with matcha. But if I did it, I wouldn't be drinking matcha just because like the soft life girlies are drinking matcha, you know? Never see me drink matcha. I hate it. You will never see me drink matcha. (laughs) It's an acquired taste. It's an acquired taste. Um, and so yeah, I think I have similar sentiments of like the concept and the idea of what it stands for and potentially what it means, um, I can get down with. Yeah. And I gotta figure out for me within my means, within the season of life that I'm in, like how this works for me. Um, yeah. and it will look different, like your soft girl looks different than my soft girl. And that is okay. There's some similarities because like I I try. But outside of that, like it could it's going to look different just based on who we are, what we enjoy, all of that. And so I love that you sort of are defining it for yourself, because I think a lot of people have not thought critically about like, what is what does this actually mean for me? And so they're chasing this aesthetic or ideal on social media. Then, like, this isn't even an accurate, accurate representation of who you are or what you enjoy.
0: And it's like, I'm not going to sit here and rebuy a whole bunch of neutral colors to put in my room. Because everyone likes the neutrals now. Drinking matcha when I know I don't like matcha. Doing Pilates classes when one I may not even have a Pilates class um or studio close to me, we do, but you know, right? Or trying to pay for Pilates. And girl, you can't pay for no Pilates. But you know what I will do? I'll get on my TV and I'll look up a Pilates um <laughs> YouTube video. A little mat right here.
1: I sure will. Same thing. I absolutely
0: will. Yeah, I gotta make it make sense.
1: Yeah, for you. Um so this season, it sounds like it has been a lot of slowing down and like getting back to a sense, like a true sense of self outside of who you want to be as a health professional and as a student. What is having sort of being forced to slow down a bit? What has that really taught you about yourself? <laughs> Honestly, and I'm that question might have to
0: be be announced because I am still figuring that out Mm -hmm. Uh, and only because and I was just thinking about this the other day like I said before my plan even though my plan got readjusted a couple times once I graduated I'm like okay I have to do this and this and then I'll I'm thinking I'm not going to be in this place by the time 2023 rolls around of the summer and the fall I'm thinking I'm about to prep going to another state going to medical school so now that that's not happening Now I have to readjust and just think, okay, now that I have another basically two years to really get myself together, um, I think it's just taught me that there is one more outside of, there's more to life outside of your career. um, And I think that's been hard for not only myself, but just other pre-med students and other uh, fields too, don't get me wrong. Um, Just to think about, I think also learning how because now I mean I'm about to be 25 so just learning how to be an adult going through I've already had responsibilities but really trying to like lean off of my mom a little bit and just kind of not being on my own like I'll take the support but just trying to learn how to just be more self-sufficient um so that by the time I am in medical school and this is a YouTube video I was going to do too but by the time I get into medical school I'm already I'm already the person that I know I'm meant to be in medical school and the future healthcare professional. So I think this is time for me to just, it's really just building myself
1: up. So I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we all are still learning. Like if we being honest, like everybody's still figuring something out about their life. (laughs) Um, And so you're in good company because I'm also still learning So you're approaching 25 and you're a Virgo. (laughs) So you still got like a few more months until your birthday, but what, what is like an adult, growing pain that you have experienced that you did not anticipate experiencing and then you felt it and was like oh hell no why ain't nobody tell me about this
0: it's like I knew things like a little bit Mm -hmm. and then when it happened I was like oh so dang what's one Cause it's not even like paying rent every month. Like I was pretty smart about, like I knew I was going to move out after college. So like I was already saving my money. Like I had months ahead. So like I was chill. Dang, I'm looking around like, <laughs> what is it? I could say for one, paying for my car when I get it serviced. The mm-hmm. After I had like the, cause I had, I got a new car for graduation. Once the month or whatever warranty that it had uh Expired and she was like, Yep, it's this much. And I was like, I said, It's how much? And I had to pay it because I mean, I can't leave my car at the <laughs> And I almost called my mom and was like, Is this right? And I was like, Girl, give her the card, <laughs> swipe it, <laughs> and go about your day because now you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing, what's another adult thing? I think what was really tripping me up, at least for the past like few weeks. And I was telling you, I've had like a busy couple of days Um, and I don't necessarily have to do it now, but like getting up and going to work every, and that's going to sound so stupid, but getting up and going to work every day, doing the same thing for eight hours and then coming home and having to do laundry, do the dishes. I have to cook for myself, try to find time to work out. On top of I want to do content, so I have to think about editing, spending time with my friends. I have a boyfriend, so making time for him, calling my family, because I'm I'm out of state, and then still finding time for myself. I think that is blowing me every day. <laughs> I think that's really blowing me. Because <laughs> I come home and be like, can I just like be lazy? And I I can and then be mad the next day.
1: Yeah, um, I have been a have been full-time adulting for quite some time and it still blows me all the time. I feel like your job is fun, though, is it not? Um, It is fun and it is. <clears throat> um, It is it's like a fresh kind of experience, like every day, like I yeah. kind of know what I'm walking into. But honestly, some days are a little bit more fiery than others. So I enjoy my job. I just wish that I didn't have to go every day, man. A little remote days in between. Yeah. And so love my job and absolutely like this is one of the, this is the best professional team I've ever worked on. Um, so no, no qualms with like going to work it's just like do i have to get up and do this every day yeah. like can there be one or two days where i don't have to do this yeah um or could i in my mind you know like could i just quit and like be an entrepreneur too much stress and risk involved in that in this current season and that's not that's not the risk and stress that i'm trying to put on myself but i've considered it many a time of like you could just be a full-time entrepreneur and like figure it out um so yeah but i do enjoy my job it just I, I could use a break every now and then, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel it. I think so. The job I had before this one, I feel like that was my that was my favorite job, my the best job I've ever had. I like the I, it was because I like the people. So mm. I think it makes a difference, like you say, when you have a really good team to work with, because it makes it a little bit more, I don't want to say tolerable but enjoyable. Um, so once I had like a really good group of people to work with, I didn't mind going to work um every other you know, day or whatever. So, um, and even for long periods of time, I would work every single day, but I knew I was going to go talk to some cool people and we was chilling
1: now. I'm
0: like, I got to
1: relearn everybody. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's the adulting the woes. Yeah. <laughs> the woes of adulting. Um, when, so I'm, I want to go back a bit to your content creation journey. Um, one because I just love it I think your content's amazing Thank you. um and yeah I think you're doing a great job but I wonder like when you I don't even know if there was a conversation if there was a conversation to be had with like your core group of people and when you said I think I'm going to start doing content what was the response and like how did how did you navigate even like the response that your community gave you
0: Um, with my core people, I honestly didn't say nothing. I just did it.
1: Um, Wow. Okay.
0: I'm trying to think when did I, I was kind of dabbling in it um, during my last year of senior year. I like bought a ring light and like, I kind of did a little bit of stuff um, and I didn't say nothing. I just posted it. Um, And I think one of the TikToks that got um, some good comments, it was something about like how to stay organized or something. So, and in college, I was always, like I said, really organized. I was a good student. So people loved it. Um, so then after that, it was kind of chill. I didn't really have like a, Hey guys, I'm going to do content. I started doing it. Um, and everyone was like, it was, it was a good response. Honestly, I didn't really have any negative, negative comments. Honestly, I think it was more encouraging, especially from, um, Zamad. I think he was like, yes, let's get you all the equipment <laughs>
1: now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and you, so you said you just did it. You was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I got a little, you know, from high school, know a little something, something. I'm going to yes. do this.
0: And it was, cu- well, not really COVID because we came back, but um, mm-hmm. like, so all the classes were online. So I had a lot, a little bit more free time just to kind of do stuff. Gotcha. Like, well, shoot, let me stop talking and just do
1: it. <laughs> so yeah. What it? because I hear I've said this, so I'm speaking from my own experience, but I've heard a lot of people in the online space, like coaches and entrepreneurs and contractors, be like, just do it, do it scared, do it unprepared, Mm -hmm. like all the things, right? Which I think is good advice most days. Um, But I wonder, was there any like mental hurdles that you had to get over to get to a space of like, I'm just going to do
0: it? One of the mental hurdles I had was thinking that I didn't have the right equipment well no mm, let, me, let me go back <laughs> go back well okay I guess I'll say equipment for one um I knew I could do stuff on my phone I just didn't have enough space on my phone so mm-hmm. I, I physically couldn't even do anything until I got a new phone with new space once I figured out that I can like once I figured out how to like save videos and then like put stuff to editing it was all it was all good. Um, so I think just thinking I had to have like a vlog camera or like a professional camera to do stuff. Once I got over that, it was pretty chill. Um, I didn't really have like a worry of like people's response. Honestly, I think the only thing that I was worried about was, was I really going to get any response? It wasn't even me putting it out there. It was, was I going to get anything like, are people going to comment? Are they even going to like it? Not that I'm worried about how they think of me, are they even going to engage with the content so that it can then get pushed into the algorithm and I can find, you know, my audience, blah, blah, blah. I think that was the only
1: real mental hurdle that I had beyond that. Yeah. Um, and so like I feel like over I feel like content creation likely has always been a thing. It is, I'm not gonna say oversaturated. I'm not gonna say the market is oversaturated, but like it has. Um, become a much more exaggerated market like in the last few years right like because it feels like everybody wants to be an influencer a content creator everybody can I mean essentially like recording from your phone um, and so what has been your process because there's so many folks that are in influencer marketing and in content creation across all different, like, industries and focuses, how have you defined who you are in the online space and stay true to, like, that person?
0: I think, and I'm still defining it always, um, I think when I first started doing content, I kind of, especially, it was, it was really TikTok, I didn't really do YouTube until um, after I graduated, but on TikTok, I was, of course, doing the dances, Um, the funny one, like just some funny, random stuff just to kind of get used to it. Um, and it got like good numbers, I guess, but in hindsight and in the long run, I'm like, okay, you know, you want to do pre-med and documentary journey. So we need to readjust. Um, and I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I think also trying to step away from trying to be like a lifestyle content creator because I was consuming it so much. Once mm. I tried to step away, even going back to what I was saying about the soft life, soft life, um, trying to define what even lifestyle means for me, it's sort of similar. It's not getting up every day and making a whatever, going to Pilates and doing this and doing that and blah, blah, blah. I think I was trying to do that at first and that just wasn't my reality. I was like, okay you're a pre-med student, you're doing this, 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 we need to kind of, you know, readjust. And I can still do lifestyle. I just have to figure out ways to make it make sense and figure out what lifestyle things that I like to do, which mm-hmm. was I went to Trader Joe's. Let's see what I got at Trader Joe's. Let's try some Whole Food stuff. Let's try some blah, blah, blah. So just finding things that I really like and then making it creative or interesting for people um, to consume. I think that's um, how I've chosen to define myself. And again, just doing what I think is it's kind of hard especially on tiktok when you don't get like a good response when you know like a video is like it it should be viral or whatever the case is um but staying away from the numbers and still doing what I love um I think that's just
1: the only way I can just keep defining myself and remember why I'm doing it yeah and I think that the why is always important like even you talked earlier about when you were going through your MCAT PTSD (laughs) Right Of like, why do I want to be a doctor? um because those whys like are the are the things right that like keep us grounded, that when things get difficult, when things don't go to plan are the things that keep us like on pace mm-hmm. hopefully, um, and or sometimes like inform the pivot of being like, you know, this is why I want to do that? Is there another avenue for me to lean into that still allows me to? I get the fulfillment or the impact that I was wanting. And so I would say <clears throat> similar to like, why you want to be a doctor, like why you want to be an influencer and a creator and who you want to be in that space is equally as important. Um, and because I think that there's space for everybody. Right. So it's yes. like you, like, I don't have to post what the other, the other girlies are posting that maybe allowing them to go viral because that's not the life I live. And there's somebody who's, who hopefully is going to be influenced by me and inspired by 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 you right in your journey. And you can do that authentically. Yeah. And I would say my guess is that it's probably much easier to do it authentically than to try to be someone that you're not online. And honestly, even going back to why, like kind of the inspiration
0: I had, Breland Hunt, the way she made me feel going through college and seeing her go through college and being who she is, I was like, Yes. So I, how she made me feel is how I hope to make someone feel. Whether it's another black girl trying to be pre-med or whoever it is, it don't even have to be pre-med. You could just be one to pursue a career. And I think that's also another reason why I want to emphasize, like, I want to talk about my career, is because, like you said, consecration that just become more exaggerated. Not to say it's bad, but you know, I think it's I think it's what's the word I'm looking for? I think it's relieving to see someone still wanting to pursue something outside of the internet. Yeah. Sometimes you mm-hmm. feel like you still you oh, I should be doing content because da all right. Cause it's easy to get this amount of money and this amount of followers and this amount of da da. And sometimes you just want a little stable job. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah. Um and no one talks about I don't think there are enough people talking about <clears throat> you can do both. And it's actually okay to not have deep aspirations to live a life, fund your life through creation or through business. Right. Um, that like, I could actually enjoy me. I enjoy going to my nine to five. Um, I, because I like the work that I do. So I'm not trying to escape the work that I do through creation yeah. or through a business. Yeah. The work that I do informs what I do as a business owner. And, and, and I would say that like, even your creativity And your journey is informing how you show up as a content creator, but doesn't necessarily mean, well, because I want, because I create content, that means I want to be a full-time content creator. And I think that goes on both sides, right? Like that folks who consume the content sometimes believe that everyone wants to be a content creator because everybody's trying to make, go viral and make seven figures and quit their job. And in reality, it's like, well, everybody doesn't want to do that. And some people are just using it as an outlet.
0: And honestly, right stuff. after
1: COVID, I think it really got worse because you saw so many people blow up during
0: COVID and now yeah. they're in a season where they can quit their nine to five and, you know, do everything, do all the things. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And no shade for them. Cause like, yeah, no, fantastic. Like, I'm still going to if I could, I might. I would. <laughs> I would, so at this point, in I do yeah. So, or even see him like, I don't know if you know who Alex Earl is. Mm -hmm. yeah she just graduated college she's about to do whatever she's about to do or um even Monet I don't know if you know Monet McMichael Mm -mm. she was in nursing school she graduated but she was doing content throughout nursing school she blew up now she's a full-time content creator so you see that and you're like huh Huh. maybe (laughs) I maybe I should want to do that (laughs) maybe I should so Yeah. I have something out more than just, I don't want to be a full-time content creator, but I have a larger purpose for doing content. So that's why I'm still doing it.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the driving force and factor, right? Um, Not only one why you choose to stay in it, but I think that's the thing that also continues to make it fun and fresh is like, there is more than just like money in a brand deal like driving my reason behind this. And so I keep showing up authentically because there's something much deeper than like what the return on the investment is
0: often. And honestly, ain't no brand deals right now. So
1: <laughs> I'm just speaking <laughs> into an existence for you. You said what? I'm just speaking it into existence for you. Oh no, for sure, please. But <laughs> <laughs> I got you, I got you. Um, okay, well, we are coming to the end of our time. And so um I asked all my guests this. So I'm going to ask you, it's a fill in the blank. However you want. Um, So the statement is, I have permission to. I have permission to. Mm
0: -hmm. I wrote a sentence down in my journal about that. And I'm trying to remember what I wrote. But I would say I have permission to live a life that will fulfill me in more ways than one. I think that's I think that's my one. <laughs> You're silly,
1: girl. That's that's good. Thank you. I'm not That's good so fuck. good. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You have permissions like be multifaceted in your pursuits. Mm-hmm. I love that, and y'all heard that here first from Haley J herself. So, take that if that's the inspiration, encouragement that you needed to stay curious about your own passions, to lean into your creativity. Hope that you take that inspiration and run with it. Haley, can you let the folks know how they can connect with you and stay connected with your journey? Yes, ma'am.
0: I am call me Haley J, H A L E Y, just a J, on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. But if you can't find the ad name on YouTube,
1: it's just Haley J. So excellent. I will drop all of Haley's socials so that y'all can stay connected with her and follow her journey in the show notes. Oh, we will see you next time on the Permission to Pivot podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Ooh.